I'm Michael Finnenbach, and this is Sinatra Matters. Frank Sinatra is one of the 20th century's greatest artists. He is a musical prodigy. Preeminent as a singer, Sinatra was also a self-taught and very talented conductor. Between 1946 and 1983, Sinatra served as the orchestra's conductor on seven albums. His technique as good as any of the top conductors of the time. One of Sinatra's much-celebrated forays as a conductor is on Peggy Lee's 1957 album titled The Man I Love, a recording highlighted by Nelson Riddle's luminous arrangements and Frank Sinatra's sensitive conducting. Featured on that album is Peggy Lee's quintessential recording of the Jerome Kern, Oscar Hammerstein II classic, The Folks Who Live on the Hill. I'm very partial to this song. The Folks Who Live on the Hill is, for me, one of those timeless songs that imprint itself on our imagination as unforgettable. And the song is particularly associated with Peggy Lee and this recording. I believe this 1957 recording of The Folks Who Live on the Hill represents the definitive rendition of this marvelous song. First, a bit of background. Peggy Lee had a storied career. Debuting in 1941 with the Benny Goodman Band, she had a big hit with Why Don't You Do Right, produced a classic album, Black Coffee, in the 1950s, received an Oscar nomination for her performance in the 1955 film Pete Kelly's Blues, and had a big hit song, Fever, in 1958, and in 1969, another major success with Is That All There Is. She had a lifelong friendship with Frank Sinatra. The shared affection and camaraderie between the two singers shines through on multiple examples of their film performances together. There have been very few men in our business, wrote Peggy Lee, who have affected me as deeply as Frank Sinatra. About Lee, Sinatra said her wonderful talent should be studied by every vocalist. Her regal presence is pure elegance and charm. In 1952, Peggy Lee left her longtime recording home, Capitol Records, for what turned out to be a five-year sojourn at Decca Records. When in 1957, Lee's contract with Decca expired, Capitol's flagship artist, a gentleman by the name of Frank Sinatra, went to the label's executives and said simply, Get Peggy back. Sinatra had clout. And he had a sweetener. He told the label's president that he would personally shepherd Lee's first album after her return, a collection of lush, romantic ballads arranged by Nelson Riddle, orchestra conducted by Sinatra. The Folks Who Live on the Hill is the signature recording from that album. Composed by Jerome Kern, with lyrics by Oscar Hammerstein II, The Folks Who Live on the Hill was introduced by Irene Dunn in the 1937 film High, Wide, and Handsome. It rates as one of Kern's most captivating and beautiful melodies, a masterwork of superb craftsmanship and taste. 
a high-water mark of Kern and Hammerstein's considerable musical legacy. One of the most important lyricists in Broadway history, Oscar Hammerstein broke the mold for songwriters. Hammerstein approached composing a lyric as narrative. He made telling a story central. Hammerstein's technique was revolutionary for the time. Wistful and sentimental without being maudlin, The Folks Who Live on the Hill is a marvelous example of his exceptional gift, a storytelling look into nostalgic Americana, a melodramatic scenario of future rural bliss. Sinatra played a key role in shaping the musical and emotional direction of Peggy Lee's reading of Oscar Hammerstein's plaintive lyric story. Sinatra asked Lee for an understated, laid-back vocal performance, soft, and boy does she ever deliver. Her soft vocal palette of sound is just perfect. Without being cloying, Peggy Lee's performance is touching and pensive, a wistful, nostalgic glance at life. Jazz critic Whitney Ballett wrote, Peggy Lee sends her feelings down the quiet center of her notes. The magnetic appeal of her soft voice, enhanced by the large string and woodwind orchestra conducted by Sinatra. The recording opens with a plucking harp, swirling strings, and a melancholy horn motif setting the stage for Lee's opening someday. There is an emotional quaver in Lee's voice as she sketches out her vocal, underlined by Sinatra's bed of lush strings. Just gorgeous. Lee touches lightly on each word. The horn motif is repeated, and oh, those ensemble strings, the buildup of musical intensity that lead to that wonderful bridge. Lee's vocal one of sensuality and expressive minimalism as she breathily resolves each note. Sinatra enhances the feeling with luscious descending strings. The chord progression reaches a crescendo with Lee's what they have always been called, then falls and relaxes to a release. Goosebumps. Good golly. Lee's vibrato on her final, The Folks Who Live on the Hill, lingers in the air. Sinatra's orchestra ending with a reprise of the horn motif and rippled heartstrings. Let's give a listen to this enduring classic. Arranged by Nelson Riddle, orchestra conducted by Frank Sinatra, From her 1957 album, The Man I Love, this is the quintessential recording of the Jerome Kern, Oscar Hammerstein classic, The Folks Who Live on the Hill. Here is Miss Peggy Lee. Ok. 
performances ever. This is Peggy Lee at her expressive best, and this record stands the test of time. Recorded in 1957, it sounds as real and fresh as if it were recorded yesterday. A last word about the song's lyricist. The story is told that one evening at a cocktail party, Oscar Hammerstein's wife Dorothy bristled when she overheard someone remark that Jerome Kern had written Old Man River. Indeed not, she retorted. Jerome Kern wrote, dum, 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 dum. My husband wrote Old Man River. I just love that story. Well, that's all for now. I'm Michael Fennenbach. I hope you'll join me next time on Sinatra Matters. Until then.